is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. This is episode number 142 of the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. Hey, I want to introduce a series of podcasts that I'm going to be doing for you, and these are your opportunity to witness live coaching sessions. So I'm going to be doing a series with a handful of my clients from the Solis Coaching Membership, And as you listen, you don't have to listen just for what's going on with the client, in this case, Megan Winkler, but listen for yourself. When I ask her questions, ask yourself those questions too and see what borrowed knowledge you can come up with. I look forward to sharing um, these special, intimate, sweet powerful, sometimes probably strategic, and sometimes maybe even deeper coaching sessions with you. Until then, remember that the more you meet yourself, the easier it is to trust yourself and the easier it is to be yourself. All right. Uh, What you're about to witness if you're here at the beginning or if you're watching the replay, I am going to slip into a coaching session with Megan Winkler. We have not had any other prefacing. So we're just going to do what we normally do. I don't know what Megan wants to be coached on. Uh, Megan is a current client of mine. She's been a member of Soli. She's come to Camp Starheart. She's a leader in our community. And so with that, Megan, let's take a breath and connect our energies Just coming into this room with gratitude and letting the outside world fall away for the next matter of moments. Remembering that you take care of so many people and this space is for you and all the parts of you. One more deep breath and then come into the room. So good. Thank you. Thank you. So what are we talking about today? I don't know. My intuition was just like, oh, yes. (laughs) I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Like five minutes ago, I, um, well, maybe 10 minutes ago, I put a thing in my soulful living group, which I don't know if you heard today. We might change the name. Oh, no. I was My, yeah, we're floating around, um, the Transparent Leadership Club. Um, just because we're all being so human with each other. Mm-hmm. So of all the things on your plate, well, let's do this. You said your intuition told you to um, check in. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take a second and check in with your intuition and listen to yourself? Mm, yeah. The thought that's really been, I close my eyes a lot when I, when I connect. Um, the thought that's really been um, kind of circling around is on Monday, we talked about scaling. Mm-hmm. And I had this kind of personal breakthrough, honestly, where I was realizing, I'm like, okay, like I'm a part of my business, but I'm not my business. And there's this difference between personal branding and business branding. And, um, we really talked about um, putting together like a course offering or package, that sort of thing to scale. And I really kind of have come to terms with, okay, that's less personal, but I'm really okay with that. And now that I've been able to kind of disconnect my business from myself like they're two separate but connected entities like that Venn diagram now I'm like okay but what do I want to do like for so long 
like my work has been my hobby. Like I'd sit on the couch watching something on Netflix with family and like design Canva templates and just play in my business like all the time. And I, I love playing in it, but now I'm feeling the need to play elsewhere. So that's been the, that's been a thought on my mind the past couple of days. I love this. Let me, my dog is deciding to bark out the window. Hey, Thank you. Good boy. Lay down. Thank you for protecting me. Lay down. I know. <laughs> so play. Mm-hmm. What's important about play? That's a really good question. I don't know. It feels Aren't like you? something I want to do. It feels like something yeah. I should do as well. But I don't feel obligated to do it either. Right. No, I feel the lightness. Yeah. Right. So we're imagining a scenario where like when you talk about creating the course, the course is a given. The the getting it out to market is a given. I love that. Right. You're like, I don't even need to know how to do that. But this question of what do I really want? Mm -hmm. So take a moment and drop down into your body, out of your head and just notice whatever comes up. Nothing is wrong. I want to mold things out of clay, which is kind of odd for me. <laughs> um, that's not something, that's something that I played with um, last year and just haven't mm-hmm. played again. Um, I'm really enjoying cooking lately, which is really fun. I'm really at this point right now where I'm like looking outside myself, like, I forgot how much, how good it was to travel. And I was recently in New Orleans and like getting out of my head, having to, being forced to move my body so much throughout the day. Right? We walked like nine miles one day. <laughs> what, not the COVID 200 steps on the couch, from the couch for the no, last 18 no, months? No, no, <laughs> What does... Fitbit didn't blow up. <laughs> I know you started to kind of describe this with the New Orleans trip. Looking outside myself. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? I get really introspective and I get really navel gazy. <laughs> I realize I do it. <laughs> and so I think what I loved about that trip is that you can't really get navel gazy when you're navigating people on Bourbon Street or when you're trying a new food or you know, watching alligators eat in the bayou. <laughs> right. You know, it, it gets, it got me out of my head, I think is what the big key was. Okay. My body. Yep. That's why I want you to ask your body. Yeah. And so sometimes when I notice you looking up like this, not always, but a lot of times that means a client is scouring their head. Yeah. <laughs> right. So check in with your body. Mm-hmm. And I'm going under the assumption that your body knows. Yeah. And so let's just listen a little bit more there and see what comes up. Mm. Indulging the senses comes up. I'm, I'm kind of doing some muscle testing and it's like, do I want to walk more now? <laughs> Exercise right. now move yes what does that look like you know what is that and it's more like you know wiggling around and dancing and it's getting in touch with nature i'm really hearing a lot of creative things like cooking playing in uh, clay Mm -hmm. um, dancing Mm -hmm. indulging the senses yeah and you've been creating for your business for a long time. What does living a creative life mean to you? Mm. If everything were funded through your business, what is living a creative life? What's your version of that? Mm. It's getting up when my body's ready to get up in the morning. It's appreciating what the sun looks like in my backyard in the morning, not just running to take my medicine and make the coffee and check the emails. It's a good lunch in the afternoon. It's 
having reading time in the mm -hmm. afternoon. Mm -hmm. Getting to all the podcasts that I love listening to. <laughs> I never have to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's trying new things. It's trying um, like new stuff in the kitchen. It's trying new forms of of art. Like I, I took this gorgeous picture on vacation. It's been two weeks that I'm like, oh, I want to try it with my pastels. And I have I sat down to do it yet? No. Nope. <laughs> okay, let's talk. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> we just got it in. <laughs> I saw your belly button. Um, yeah, so I, that was kind of like as you were talking. Like, let's say this done. Really, you have decided the things you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so you could. And I also know a little bit like human nature wants some kind of structure or drive, even even when we're in the feminine. If we're in the feminine so much, we can kind of flatline in it. Mm -hmm. And so like having this desire to create and coming home, what's in that space of the desire and what really happened instead of what you wanted to happen mm. with the art? I think... Stop. <laughs> I will feel. Hang on a second. You can think. It's okay. 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 You can just let's see I where it goes. I think feel, actually. I tuned into both, and they both kind of confirmed that. Um, and this is a challenge that I've had for a long time, and I haven't really thought about it like this. There's a, a balance between the masculine structure strategy and the feminine flow creativity that I am having trouble matching, like getting to work. It's like I either am in my super masculine, get stuff done, be very strategic, and I feel great there. And then I go into the feminine, and because there's no structure, I start, time starts getting loosey-goosey, and I feel unmotivated, and I'm just going to kind of be in the moment. And it's like if I could get both of these parts to work together... I think they do already work together in your business. Yeah. You're making, I mean, I, I'm very well maybe wrong. And I'm certainly telling and breaking all the fucking coaching rules. But I think <laughs> having watched you, watch your business, watch you work with clients um, for almost a year now, if not a year now, yeah. um, you have a structure yeah. that supports your creativity. Yeah. Right? Because even though you're doing for your business well you tell me so if you look at you've got all these structures and these ways that work and things you do does is there space for the feminine in the midst of those structures mm. there's not enough i think mm -hmm. not enough space for it so before we go create something new if you created feminine in your current things that are working what might that look like i think that would look like Well, there's play that comes up again. So it's playing with an app on my phone that, you know, edits photos artistically mm -hmm. and um, would be that, you know, setting aside 20 minutes in the afternoon for some reading and allowing myself and not guilting myself <laughs> into thinking it has to be a business book because of business hours. <laughs> Yeah, tell me about the guilt and that little, mm. it has to be a business book, business hours. You work for yourself. I know, I know. Yeah, so tell it, me a little bit more. Yeah, I, it's like I get caught up in the productivity ideal, like productive all the time. And I know that I'm not built for that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a machine. And I have actually set up structures in my day-to-day -day that kind of protect that part of myself. I only have calls on certain days. I have whole days where I'm not on camera at all, so I can really disconnect and that. Um, but there's always this, I shouldn't be resting. I shouldn't be, not napping, I can nap. <laughs> I've made progress, but there's like this, this, this nagging in the back of my head that says it's, it's work time. You need to be working. Yeah. So check in with that part of you and how do you feel about it? I feel a lot of compassion for that part, but also I want to just shut the hell up sometimes. <laughs> 
I know, I know, but also stop. Yeah, but you said it was protective. So what's it? What do you think? Ask it. What's it protecting? Mm. Mm. It's trying to protect me from being in that space of without. So Mm. being in that place where money is scarce and bills are hard to pay. And there's a lot of fear around that part of me. I think that's why compassion came to mind first. Mm-hmm. Is that it's like, it's protective, but it's like, I almost want to be protective of it as well. Um, so take a breath mm-hmm. and just check back in with that compassionate part of you, that knowing part of you. Does the knowing part of you feel like it has to protect that? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that might be kind of a competing part of you. Mm-hmm. It definitely um, feels like the protective, productive part is like stamping their feet. Like, no, we have to make sure we do this. Yeah. And that knowing That's, part is like, no, we don't. It's okay. But yeah. also wants to shield that part. So what if that part, we just ask it to give some space right now. And let's just talk with the protective part. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Everybody's welcome. And yet right now we want to have a conversation with this one part of you. And so, as we say often in Soleil's, I see you stamping your feet. I'm here for you. I won't leave you. And what happens as you give full presence and energy and attention to this really protective, productive part? Well, what's interesting is the part that wants to protect the stamping feet part Mm -hmm. just said I want to take care of everybody yeah and so I just want you to acknowledge that part and ask it again to if it would please give us some space let it know you'll take some time for it later Mm -hmm. let it know that you recognize that you're all connected And see if he can get some space just to be with this. So what do you, what do you, yeah, (laughs) right? Like our systems are so sweet. They're really working hard for us too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what's been working has been working. Right. And now that a shift is coming, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, and so for a very long time, this productive part has made you some money, mm-hmm. has gotten you moved forward in your uh, business degree, has accomplished a lot. Mm-hmm. My husband secret spied on you from good reasons that she's like written tons of books. So <laughs> I didn't even know that you have a whole nother life as an authoress. Yeah. <laughs> My husband doesn't spy on all my clients, but he notices the people he's friends with on Facebook on Goodreads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So check, check in with this part that's stomping her feet and what she, what does she want you to know? Mm. Oh, I don't know if she's a she. What does it want you to know? It's actually she, a she, which is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Apologies yeah. to the part. That's all right. Yeah. What does he want you to know? That he's scared. Mm. He's scared he can't provide. Mm. That's a very traditional masculine role right there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so just keep listening. Check in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, I might cry. Um, when it was just me and my daughter and she was really mm-hmm. little. Um, Money was tight and she loved pickles on her hamburgers. And there was a time when we'd get a Sonic and it was just 50 cents for the extra pickles was too much. Mm. And she carries that around and remembers that. Mm. And I just, I just asked him, what are you afraid of? And he said, pickles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's just meet that with that compassion that you had. Right. Of course he's scared. Nobody wants to not have room for extra pickles. Right. (laughs) Especially on a Sonic burger. I know. (laughs) 
So that was back at that time when your daughter was little. Um, ask him how old he thinks you are. Oh, Trust so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so lovingly, I want you to remind him or let him know how old you really are now. Let him know how old your daughter is. Show him a little bit around your established home. Give him a glimpse of your bank account and just regular recurring income and let him know what's good about your life now. See how he responds. I just told him that I uh, had to throw away a jar of expired pickles recently. (laughs) He said, oh, (laughs) yeah they get so busy working they get busy working forget to check in yeah and so i asked him if if he didn't have to work so hard um at making sure you had things like extra pickles like if there were always enough pickles more than enough pickles what would he like to use his skills for He would really like to work on changing how I spend my time. So time management. So I have more fun. (laughs) That works out perfectly because you're actually hiring for that position. (laughs) I mean, right. Like you need some support around that. And so he, nobody, he's not going anywhere. Like we just get to invite him to a, a better role. Yeah. Like he like gets really excited about, like really good time management that has breaks and space mm-hmm. and likes the idea of like, okay, we can, we can put breaks and space into time into things and then we can go back to work for a little bit and we can then break again and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. check in with him as you kind of explain all that and show that to him, mm-hmm. see how he responds. I'm smiling because he goes, we can do that. I love it, right? That work. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes these parts are like, yeah, I don't trust you. And other times are like, oh, let's go. Yeah. Right. And so I want you, um, I want you just to remind him that you've got the money stuff taken care of. And whatever your truth is, your truth, Megan, around like no matter what happens, your resiliency and your ability to create, right? Like logistically, you know, you and I know that no matter what happens in our businesses, if it all falls apart, we'll figure out a way to create something and sell something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of give him a little bit more than maybe he even is asking for, just assurance around that. Yeah. And then check in and see if there's anything else he wants you to know. especially around 13-year-old Megan. He wants me to know that the time and effort and passion I put into everything is more than good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't have to prove anything to anybody, which is powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. That's one of the reasons we work for ourselves. Like we are willing to do the extra work. We used to always say in real estate, we get into real estate for time, freedom, and money, but we take the freedom and time before we take the money. <laughs> those, those people don't usually last, but you've, you've made the money so that you can have some freedom and time. Mm-hmm. Anything else come up around that? Or does that part of you feel complete and kind of looking forward to the next connection around rescheduling? Yeah. It's really, really feeling good and at peace now. Uh, Some more stamping their feet right now. All right. 
Yeah, productivity can be, productivity can hold, can be a structure. Time management can be a structure that allows the feminine. One of the things I'm noticing in a lot of my clients is that they are at achievement level. Mm-hmm. And they're used to having to strive. And so all of a sudden there's this space and, and parts are like, hold up, Sally. <laughs> um, everything, will, the other shoe will drop. Like if you take a break or if you don't work at this time. Yeah. And so it is something um, to be aware of, like the muscle memory, right? And so now see if you notice that other part that was trying to take care of the one. (laughs) Just see if it's still hanging around. Yeah, she's still here. Yeah, she's still here. What does she want you to know? that it's okay to want to take care of everybody but I can't be trying to do that all the time interesting and she fought so hard to try to take care of that other part I know ask her why she like why she's so adamant about caring for They feel like two sides of the same coin, actually. Mm-hmm. I got, I just, with my eyes closed just now, it felt, uh, I had this image of just like two parts splitting off. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting because earlier I was talking about, I felt like I had a male and female part that weren't right, reading, weren't in alignment. Yeah, so check back in and notice how you feel about these two parts. Notice what comes up. Yeah. They feel not unified, but more like they're walking hand in hand with each other. Mm-hmm. They're not, it's like they're trying to protect each other. Sure. You know? Yeah. So, and she doesn't feel like my higher self, like, but it's just like there's this part. Yeah. That they work together, they work in opposition. Mm-hmm. And so if she was kind of sitting on your shoulder observing, why don't you check in with her and see what she noticed or what she needs? She's feeling if anything. happy. Yeah. Like she's feeling the peace too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Because she like... It, when I was tuning in to like what she wanted me to know, it was uh, like overwhelmingly this like happy, peaceful feeling. And then I was like, okay, but is there something you want me to know? Like behind that, I'm so glad you're happy and peaceful, but is there something else? <laughs> Good catch though, right? Like sometimes that's what we do. Everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, but wait a second. And it felt very much like, you know, from experience, you don't have to take care of everybody. Yeah. Wow. And so from that space where they're walking hand in hand, you're aware of them, you're connected to your compassion. What's possible going forward in the function of your life? Mm-hmm. A structure that isn't fueled by fear mm-hmm. and isn't fueled by anxiety, worry. Mm-hmm. I've, I've definitely felt this kind of consciously, not really diving deep into it, that it's like, okay, if I get more structure, it's going to be helpful. Well, structure can look a lot of different ways too, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to do today. It could be a season where focus on cooking or a season right like mm-hmm. you make mold things out of pottery until you decide you want to cook yeah or have like I, I like I do like the structure of sometimes having a project knowing you know for this amount of time I'm going to focus on that and then there's freedom within that right 
right? So you have some structure. So if you were to make up a structure that you'd want to play with first, knowing that it's all available to you at any time you decide. I really liked doing my kind of spur of the moment, 30 days of writing, and it would just be 30 days of creative stuff. Mm -hmm. And here we are on July 1st, dang it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like the perfect time to start that. Oh, gee, sorry. (laughs) No, no apologies. (laughs) Well, I think it's a beautiful way for the masculine to set up the container. Mm-hmm. Right. It sets up the, um, yeah, the container is the right word. There's the structure around the edges, but then the inside and the essence gets to create, gets to be created more free flowing. Yeah. I love that. Cause I was able to, when I did that before I had that kind of daily reminder of, Oh, time to go do thing, you know, time to go right. So. Well, and I also, I also, just laying this on the table that a lot of times if we don't know what we want to do, like, Oh, I have all this free time. What do I want to do? I, I really respect slowing down and paying attention to hunches and experimenting. Yeah. And you probably know this, like in, this translates to the branding work where you do with clients. Remember when I changed um, the better life, better work show to authentic and ambitious. And then I changed it back. Yeah. But you know what I love about that? I love that I experimented and I didn't fit after a while. Like it felt good in the excitement, but after the excitement, it didn't feel good. So we changed it. Yeah. And experimenting is, I don't know. How does that feel for you to give yourself experimenting until you have a deeper knowing of like, this is what I do with my free time. If, if ever. I love that. I experiment in my business all the time. <laughs> so now it's how do I experiment in my free time? Right. Things that are just there for fun. For but you know your business is free time too, right? Like you've been mastering your free time. So weird to think of it that way for me though. I know. Yeah. But nobody has woken up and told you what you had to do. That's true. You everybody has the same 24 hours. That's and you're not Punching. You might have projects like with clients that are deadline, but you are the master of your free time just as much two weeks ago as you will be two months from now or whenever this stuff is all set up. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so what's coming that's, up? That's pretty mind blowing. Yeah. You're telling yourself a fucking story that, yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to have all this time. You have all this time. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, that feels like that old pattern of punching a clock mm-hmm. that just lodged somewhere in there. Yeah. I don't know why a refrigerator came to mind. It's like you, maybe it was the cooking aspect, right? Like you, you have an empty refrigerator and you get to put whatever you want in it. And maybe you've been putting a lot of creative work stuff, but you're just going to reorganize the refrigerator. make some room for you know it's watermelon season you put some watermelon in there right but we don't often have watermelon in december (laughs) it's a summer thing right 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 but you've always had the same spaciousness Mm, that makes me feel good Yeah, I think there was something that came up in my intuition just about like laying on the table for you to be intentionally creative, Mm -hmm. which may feel like being productive, but I think like that, you know, that part wants to manage your time, but it's using, well, we talk about this a lot too, if you're going to garden, right? So maybe part of your brain is like, oh, I'm going to have this big empty space, like this space of dirt in the yard, but you're still going to plan what you're either going to leave the space in your front yard or backyard. Right. Yeah. And if you just left it, what's going to grow? Just grass and weeds, grass and weeds yeah. and whatever. Right. But if you actually cultivate it, mm-hmm. then you're intentional about the seasonality, about checking in on it, about what you want to create, how you want to balance it. Right. 
Well, and it's funny you say that. I started a garden last year and then this year I actually did like the big raised beds and everything. And I love getting out there and seeing who needs water and where they need water and how the soil is settled and all that. You know, I'm a big, the gardening analogy for life just makes so much sense. It does. So what if you're the gardener of all this empty space? And just like, just like you went from this one bed, now you've You've got some bigger raised beds in your your life, in your schedule. I love that. And there's just so much possibility. (laughs) So much (laughs) possibility, right? There's a lot of possibility there, yeah. And that's the thing. The other parts can still have jobs. You know, they still get to check in and they Mm -hmm. still get to tend and care and cultivate. But there's no shame, blame, or guilt around a garden. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And I also love that there's my little inner artist is like, oh, I'm going to get my iPad out and I'm going to draw this. <laughs> then do it. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of, I feel like a lot of people in your position, in my position, when we're doing work, we love so much. Yeah. It feels weird to not have to work that much to get the same result financially. There's there's a there's an identity of I don't know if I'm speaking for me not for you but like I you know wrapped up and I am my work yeah right so what do you want your identity to be as you make this transition scaling I want to be just like the artistic hippie chick woman that I just know I am. I I got the vision of Robert Streisand in uh, Meet the Fockers just popped in my head. (laughs) But it's like, I have my work. I am a business owner and it's very important, but I'm business owner is not my first identifier. Yeah. I don't say, hi, I'm Megan. I own a business. Yeah, but you, it's all creative, right? right? That's like the, even the business you created was a creative aspect. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting. I was talking with my coach today and she's so good at structure and strategy. And she was telling me strategies. I know I teach them to my clients kind of like pick a niche. And I was like, yeah, that ain't going to (laughs) happen. And I get what she's saying, but there is a part of me that's like, no, I want the freedom to change my rat. You know, I want to putts in my garden and I want to, I like the word. I remember when I bought my first house, I, and I still do this. I go outside. It's one of the reasons we moved because there was no space to do it in Laga or in Liberty Hill. I like to go out and poke around and pull weeds. And it's not necessarily a decided project, but I like to survey all that is good. Yeah. Oh God. Like I like to survey all that's good and consider what I want to create and sometimes start projects and stuff like that. And and so you you are. Mm-hmm. You are that which you want to be. Mm. that's so yummy yeah so if you go from yummy feminine dreamy to inspired next steps check in with yourself and what does that look like that looks like a more intentional day-to-day living so it's like this is when like kind of creating containers almost like a a container garden like this is when we work and then this is we play over here and you know we create this over here and we have social time over here and and but not not to create a a rigid structure but Mm -hmm. like have like a frame of mind I think if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I teach my clients and have been since the real estate days. So actually, I think you can make a visual garden in a calendar, okay. like in a week calendar. Think about it for a second. Because, um, and I call it make it jello jigglers. <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want it to be water and we don't want it to be cement. So it's not okay. so rigid, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so if you take like a week's calendar and you may have either an A week or a B week, just depending how you like to do. I All my weeks are pretty much the same. So a lot of people I know trade off. But you can take what an ideal week might look like. And then you have your different, go back to college. Well, you actually yeah. were um, in, <laughs> in business school, right? Yeah. And we had like 
Tuesday, Thursday, we, we yeah. had these blocks of time, right? And so in the real estate world, I learned about time blocking. I don't mean fill everything up right. fucking like realtors do. God bless you, realtors. <laughs> but I do mean like, right, there's these chunks. Mm-hmm. I have morning me time from 9.30 to 11 in my calendar. Mm-hmm. That's my little, that's my me garden. Right. And then I usually have coaching calls from 11 to 1230, whether they're right. And so then that's, that's what's in that particular container. And it's not the same five days a week, kind of play with it around. And so I actually think you were right on earlier. The part of me that wanted to go and artistically draw it is to begin to consider. Yeah. What does the life of this hippy dippy magic creative business Fokker woman look like. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 And, and what are her everyday, what is, what is her everyday like? Yeah, there's, there's room, there's room. I like the jello jigglers. There's, there's room to change it up to mm-hmm. allow for my choices. And that's what I keep hearing is that it, it needs to be jello jiggly for me, not necessarily jello jiggly for other people. Absolutely. So. And the first thing to put in there is your me time. Yeah. Okay. Right. First. Yeah. yeah. Cause you can fit all around. So like, I don't, I don't normally do stuff in the afternoons cause I'm normally sleeping, but I got really jazzed about being able to do this with you. Um, <clears throat> I don't necessarily have naps in my calendars, but I do have like on Tuesday. So I have calls Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then sometimes I have calls with my coaches on Fridays Mm -hmm. and on Tuesdays, it is completely blocked out. It says writing day. Now, God knows I haven't (laughs) written shit in a month, (laughs) but you know what I like about it is that even though I'm not necessarily writing right now, I can let Amber put one of my one-on-one clients there. I can schedule manually. I can sneak people in there or Bill and I were talking last night. We're going to find a day to come up your neck of the woods and go gamble at the Windstar. And we're going to come in for a Sunday night. I'm going to have Monday covered. And then we can come back whenever we want Tuesday. Nice. Because I don't necessarily have anything in the calendar. And so I can, oh, that's attractive. I can, right. I can jello jiggle it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's got enough form that you can, it's got enough form. And that is one thing I know about in my experience of really nurturing my feminine. She still wants to be held by at least an mm-hmm. essence, a form. Yeah. Even if it's just four corners or a circle and the wide open spaces really is um, too many choices for our nervous system to sometimes yeah. make. And so this kind of planning can really serve you. Really and do you know what you're going to end up doing? Passing it down to your clients. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. True. It's true. Is there anything else that's coming up that wants to be covered today? Just checking in. I will say, as you were talking just now, I had, there was a little voice that said, that's what you like about vacation. There's a structure. You arrive. You leave. I only plan one or two things that are like set in time, like a dinner reservation or something. And other than that, it's just anything we want to do around those little schedule markers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to spend some time with that and figure out how I can make every day a little more vacation-like. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I feel more relaxed and um, heard today than I felt in a long time. What's important about being heard? versus having it inside yeah and it's it's funny it's like it's my higher self feels heard pretty often but it's those parts of me that feel every single time i don't know what his name is i gotta figure out what his name is but he just it's like yes you get it okay let's move on and he has this deep desire to like move forward and keep going but like not from that fearful place Yeah. So I think this is really key in what I'm learning when I do this parts work with my coach and in training for it and stuff. And it's something I'm thinking about bringing to our group. It requires a commitment. So I'm a little scared. (laughs) But I thought about like, if I, if we did 
for just 10 minutes. Every like I provided 10 minutes, I'm going to show up and that's when I'm going to do my work. And not that we necessarily talk, but just a good little anchor reminder. Because I do, I do know that we can't just do this deep coaching session and everything's okay. What I know from both clinical learning experience and my own is these parts want me to check, but they want to build a relationship. And so that's why I've been calling it meet yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't even know you have these two parts and they're kind of working yeah. in together and you maybe have some big semblance, but normally what we do is we go, I know how to handle this, mm-hmm. right? And this is, this is where we end up saying, I know all this, but it's not connecting down. Like we have all the intellectual solution yeah. and intel- intellectual solution doesn't, solve the relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. And so part of that me time, what I do is I check in and sometimes I'm doing it intentionally in my journal. And other times like this morning, I was sitting out on the back watching the dogs before things started barking. And I was just like, Hey team, who's here today? (laughs) Seeing if anybody showed up. It doesn't have, please don't, please don't wait till it's a problem. Right. Like it's a really beautiful spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. And so often we're taught, oh, connect to this spirit outside of us. And what if we connected to all these parts that have all along just been saying, I just needed to be heard. So that's my invitation for you to run with in a way that works for you. It doesn't have to be a chore, but it's a sweet, we're so good at checking in with everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think you said that about your calendar too, like my calendar we need to check in with me first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're, we're flipping this. We've spent a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And we're going to bump up against the you're selfish, you're doing it wrong, whatever. But yeah. as we do that, think about how much more we'll give to the people around us mm-hmm. from that space. Mm-hmm. Okay, big takeaway. Ooh. I love how you look at your notes. I know. I'm not even reading them. I just like, there's something about like looking at the words. My, my eyes went to the jello jugglers part, but it there's next time. So first off, I'm going to set up an internal team meeting and it's just going to be me, myself and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Your idea of having a dedicated journal for it. Little mm-hmm. um, Cause I think that's brilliant. Um, but next time I feel like, there's like a duality or something that's not in a line that I'm going to stop and I'm going to check in and say, okay, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, I think I was, I intellectualize everything. <laughs> and I think I was intellectualizing it so much. that it's like, no, I need to just drop down. Smart people do. I do. Like yeah. my intellect is my biggest security. Mm-hmm. And that really has caused some problems the last five years when there was so much I couldn't control with my intellect. Yeah. Right. And so that's one of the things that does help us build our businesses. Like it's so important. Yeah. And this noticing, I was interesting because I was at the very beginning, I was checking in, um, like asking you to go in your body. And if you weren't going to get in your body, if you're going to stay in your head, I was going to actually have you stand up and jump up and down just to kind of change your physical state. (laughs) Most of my clients like click in and go, oh, they know how to connect to their body because y'all been doing work for a long time. But it's so true. It's like, we forget to check in with our bodies until they're hurting or till, till, you know, till I'm being my pants or whatever it is. So I love this. Um, And it's just a slight little reframe of how you be in the world with yourself. And I have no doubt. I can't wait to watch as you um, build your client attraction circles. And as you also build this creative life outside of work. Yeah. Thank you for um, spending time with me today and for sharing your heart. We'll kind of close the coaching session and then I'll just give you an opportunity. Is there anything you want to say or tell the world about for you, your life, your business, your work? Thank you so much. So thank you for the, thank you for the coaching and yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast too. As a podcast host, I host good, the good business, Witch. I'm always on your end of things. So this is really cool. Um, no, and I'm just, I'm looking forward to so much more connection with people. I mean, that's what client attraction circles are all about. And to do so in a way that's sustainable 
kind of using this, this framework and of my little masculine part, my little feminine part getting together and, and saying, okay, well, what do we want to do? So I feel like she really wants to say, okay, what do we want to do? And he'll say, oh, we want to do this. And she's like, well, how can we have fun with this? Mm-hmm. Just moving forward like that, I think is going to be amazing. And then I know, I know it'll filter down into my clients because as I grow, I just, it just happens as you know, you just start passing this stuff on to the people you work with. And that just makes the world a better place. Awesome. Thank you so and much. You're welcome. Where can people find you, whether it's a website, like where do you want people to go to a website, your Instagram, what, what do you want them to go to? They can find me at MeganWinkler.com and I'm at the Megan Winkler on Instagram. And then both those places will send you everywhere else. <laughs> They're awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank and you. Um, thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to dive deeper, come check out Soulful Success. It's my online coaching membership community where we dive deep into the practices of being and doing that help you create your unique version of soulful success in the world. It's a special community of small business owners just like you, and it's where I show up and give my clients personal support and an accessible fee. Check it out at www.soulfulsuccess.info. That's S-O-U-L-F-U-L-L. S-U-C-C-E-S-S dot info, soulfulsuccess.info. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better. Better.